I'm Michael Ashcroft, the founder of Lord Ashcroft Polls, and this is the Ashcroft Election Tour. Every week until the general election, the Lord Ashcroft Polls team will visit constituencies around Britain to find out what people from all walks of life think about the parties, the leaders, and the issues as they approach their decision on the 8th of June. In any campaign, it's worth listening to the voters. On the Ashcroft election tour, we'll hear exactly what they make of it all, straight from the horse's mouth. Hello, I'm Kevin Colwick, the director of Lord Ashcroft Polls, and we've started our election tour this week in London in three very different seats, all of which changed hands in 2015, and all of which could well switch again in June. Bermondsey and Old Southwark, which the Liberal Democrats are aiming to take back from Labour, Brentford and Isleworth, which the Tories want to take back from Labour, and Twickenham, which the Lib Dems hope to reclaim from the Conservatives. First of all, we asked what people thought about having an early election, why they thought the Prime Minister had called it, and what they thought the election was all about. I think it's all happening too fast. Normally you have three, four, well, you have three, four years to digest what the government is doing, whether you approve of what they're doing, and then make a decision you know, based on the judgment of how they performed. This time, it feels like, it feels very rushed. I mean, you know, we've had one huge major decision in Brexit very recently, and all of a sudden we're making another I think it's a bit cheeky, especially um, the way that they changed. I was expecting fixed terms now, and I think uh, it's a bit. Um, what's the word? It, it, a bit of a she was. She's obviously trying to seize the situation. She might say she's trying to get a bit more power, but seems to go when Labour's like at the lowest they've been. It just does seem a bit opportunistic. She just seems Theresa May. Just seems she's not getting involved because she's so sure she's won. So it seems like she doesn't really need to try because it's just, it's such a sure thing. I think it makes me feel you can't trust her because she said again and again, I will not do this. And then she suddenly changes her mind. Whereas before that you thought here was a woman who knows exactly who she is, where she's going. But then all of a sudden she completely U-turns. So you think, oh, maybe she's not what she said she was on the can. That's what's made me think, maybe I'll go to little Vince. I don't know what I'm buying, do I? Yeah, I haven't seen, I haven't seen you perform yet. She's realised that she's going to get a terrible negotiation um, in the Brexit, and so she wants to get re-elected before everyone finds out that she's just got us a really bad deal. I don't follow politics that much, but for the everyday layman, it looks like the it's for Brexit, really, isn't it? How? Yeah. I don't know. Who's going to lead the country through Brexit, basically? I believe she's not getting the support she needs to leave because the other parties are not supporting, and especially SNP, you know, creating a lot of hurdles. Hence the reason why she wants to show that the whole nation's with me. If she has to take the hard breaks, exactly. at least everybody's standing with her. You know, she's got a lot of problems, a lot of sort of underhanded issues are going on, where she needs to prove that the country is behind her. When she make brief decision, then they will have nothing much to say about it, you know. Yeah. All but for no things to say about it. I think if she is successful, I think she'll be able to go into those European meetings in Terminal and say, I have, the, I have the people, I am representing my people, and my people are all together now, because I am in charge of the country. I think this could almost be really foolish and really damaging. For her, this this vote could really be a revenge, a Brexit's revenge. 
thing. And I don't know if the result of a majority Conservative government is, is going to happen. One of the re other reasons why Theresa May won selection is so that she's got more of a mandate to take her to her. Like she didn't want to. She didn't want. She didn't want a Brexit originally. So I think she'll have. She's there's a massive like, rivalry between um, the Tory Party between those people that want hard Brexit and those don't. And I think she she feel like she's got more of a mandate to get us off to Brexit. I guess I guess yeah. just because the Tories are probably on balance more pro leave than mm. than the other parties, and the referendum in the first place was kind of to appease the backbenchers. So I guess if the majority goes up a lot, you'll have more of that leave feeling. Mm. But I think it's quite a hard question to answer. It could go the other way. Although originally, she was not pro like a hard Brexit. Her narrative since then has been quite aggressive. Mm. And I feel like she's called this election so as to galvanise support for that. Mm. And so, like, you vote, the referendum was so close that now, if George, uh, if she's called a general election and everyone's voted Tories in, then mm. let's go for it. And that's what I think she's just going to go hard. Mm. And it kind of feels like, okay, then, even though we've voted to leave, they're trying to get it back to say, oh, no, we're not going to leave. And do you think that's why she's called the election? Yeah, I kind of feel like it's so you can work it round into their favour. Into the favour of what? To stay. To okay. stay, yeah. Ooh, that's interesting. Um, Brexit is neither here or there at this moment because it's all up in the air, but I would like to know certain policies around adoption and, um, again, what they're going to be doing in terms of education because, from what I gather, maybe they have changed it. They were looking at um, creating more grammar schools, which is not a problem. But then, in terms of the academic side of it, it kind of looked like trying to keep the richer rich and the poorer poor. And that's a big problem for me. Any other kind of issues that you think should be aired? I think the, the NHS is a big one for me. Yeah. We discussed that, but I think mm. that's a, a worry. Education, schools, I think schools, because that's quite a lot on Facebook, there's people putting through, oh, the schools are being cut, funding and things like that, yeah, so that's so. important. I think a lot of local things as well, rather than just things like Brexit. For me, it's housing, childcare and school funding is a massive thing for me, massive thing for me. As a parent, it's a major concern. In fact, it was on the front page of the Evening Standard tonight, which I read avidly. Brexit has taken a lot of people's eye off the ball, I think. Uh, but you've got the housing crisis, you've got the NHS crisis, you've got unemployment rates. I think it should be about other things, but right now I think everyone's like mainly looking at it just for the Brexit. If the election was all about Brexit, who did people think was best able to negotiate the best terms for Britain? Or indeed, would it make any difference who was in charge? Personally, I think Conservative, because I think Labour just remind me of the kind of like they'll tell the public one thing and then when they realise they're going to have to play really hard, you know, that they're going to have to negotiate really hard, that's when you're going to see that they're going to be probably weaker. Tories, yeah, I think too, so she to me seems stronger, like she'll mm. get things done, but I don't know, that's just... I can't believe Jeremy Corbyn have sitting and actually Negotiate. with 27 yeah. EU leaders sitting on the opposite side and he, he would be able to speak, I don't believe that. I think they'd probably get a better deal if they were negotiating than Labour. I think Labour would kind of pander to what other people want and kind of mess it up in the end. I believe, um, even though Theresa May wanted to remain, I do believe that she would be one of the best people taking us forward. I think she comes across quite strong when you, when you listen to her on debates and stuff like that. I do believe 
She could be quite strong. And I voted to remain yeah. uh, in the Brexit poll. Also, as far as the party is concerned, I voted Conservative. Um, and I'm thinking of potentially voting again Conservative for the simple fact that, obviously, you know, someone's got to do what we have to do now. Okay. Um, and rather than drag our heels, I think that Theresa May could be the person to do it. I think it matters because um, people, you know, Labour and Lib Dem have a different idea about what they want from Brexit and they want to try and, you know, like, take the power from Brussels but keep it fairer, whereas the Tories just kind of want it to be harder and they want to be quite brutal when it comes to um, single market and negotiations, etc. So. I think we'll get what we're given, no matter who's in power. Yeah. They just don't want the EU to, like, they don't want it to break up, so they, they can't give us a good deal. They, 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 they're actually upset they're leaving, and you hear the man voice it, right, he come on the soil of England and voice the opinion. Yeah. They'll give a toss who cares or who here. You understand? So that alone, and this man from day one, when I used to watch this thing, tell saying that you don't know why they're leaving. You understand? And he's going to make it hard, and he's, they're going to want some nice deal, some sugar-coated deal, and he won't have it. You know, the same man, the same guy what came and talked, he was saying that from long. That's right. You understand? Mm -hmm. So if you read all the thing, you know that, that them, he is only talking for the 32 other countries that didn't say nothing. What is right. upset, including Germany. She's trying to rush it forward, thinking this is the deal we want. And it, it's like, well, no, this is our terms. You're, you've just got to basically tell us, we'll tell you how it's going to go now. Still on the subject of Brexit, we asked if anyone had noticed any news about the subject over the last week and what they thought about Theresa May's reaction to it. Oh, she had a dinner. That's right. I was reading about oh, it. That she bit, had yeah. a dinner with um, all the EU. No, it was just one of them, wasn't it? The head. Didn't he come over? And she, you, oh, the one you? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I thought it was a whole bunch of them. But um, the dinner didn't go too well, apparently. There are some in Brussels who do not want these talks to succeed, who do not want Britain to prosper. So now, more than ever, we need to be led by a Prime Minister and a government that is strong and stable. Because making Brexit a success is central to our national interest. And it is central to your own security and prosperity. She's got a point. <laughs> like, we don't mean him any harm. Like, we're, we've, we're out now, so that's it. Like, so now we just kind of have to make the bad, best of a bad situation. Like she says, like, don't threaten us and bribe us and stuff like that. Like, just mm. get on with it. it Sound like you're in the war. Mm. I thought we were listening to a broadcast from Churchill. It's very dramatic, <laughs> isn't it? I think it's slightly trying to put fear into people yeah. about <clears throat> change. Sure and stable, nothing will change. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're all frightened, aren't they? Mm. Got the French election coming up. Mm. If Mila, Mila Pen mm. comes in, oh my God, they'll take France out, that'll be the end of the EU. So I think they're all shit scared. Excuse that, sorry. I should believe what she's saying. Like, they, they, I think Europe is taking advantage of the fact that we're having an election. Definitely. Because I, they've probably had a meeting with her or seen how hard-lined she is and is worried. So if they can get her out and get someone softer in, so then they've think, got so a better play. I understand the logic of why we need to remain, that makes sense. But the fact is, now they're coming over and threatening us on our own territory, and this is the problem. It's like typical, it's like scare tactics from the Tories to try and scare into facing them. People told us more about what they thought about the Conservatives, the differences between Theresa May and David Cameron, and for those who'd previously voted for different parties, what reservations they had about switching to the Tories. Me and my husband, we never went for Tories because they seem like rich boys club 
Mm. Uh, yeah. They were not connected with the grassroots people. So Labour did during the Tony Blair years, yeah. that is. Somehow, somewhere, I could connect with them, with Labour. Not so sure now. Again, I'll say mm. that. But the Tories, they all seemed like there's some royalty stepping out of their palaces. They had no clue mm. how we lived. Do you, does Theresa May seem less like that than David Cameron or not? She, I think she has worked her way from, from the ground up to where she is now. So she does represent somebody who's hardworking. She isn't the one who has been, you know, what did, what did they say, born with a silver spoon? She's not one of those. I don't think she's as much of a kind of a spin merchant as David Cameron was. She seems kind of like quite forthright mm. uh, and quite clear thinking. She, she's just a straightforward politician. Uh, and I think she is, you may not agree with her views on everything, but I think she says everything in firm belief. I think she will. She want the best for this country. I think she's a, yeah. a avid like. She's a true patriot. You know, she don't care how you get it, but she want the best. You know, for yeah. the kids, I for, the generation, for the future generation. Although I have voted for Leave, and this is one party which is doing its best, you know, to leave, while the other parties have no clue what to do. But again, right now there's not much information out there. Mm. And it no, depends what they're willing to negotiate as exactly. well. Exactly, and to what extent, extent do they exactly. go? Mm. Yeah. What are they going to negotiate and why? They need to be a bit more transparent Correct. in what their plans are. And I think it's the lack of transparency, transparency that's made me very undecided mm. in this coming elections. I think we're going to get absolutely hammered by the other 27 countries. And we need someone strong to actually give us the best deal that we can from him. Because I also think she will, at the same time, put a lot more right-wing uh, policies in place in the UK. Labour supporters were very gloomy about their party's prospects, even if they liked Jeremy Corbyn. Everyone we're about to hear in this segment voted Labour at the 2015 general election. There's no clear leadership in Labour anymore. No. No, when was the last time would you say that there was clearly Well, I don't like that man anymore now, but yeah, Tony Blair was there. There was mm. at least some, although what he's done now that we know what he did, you know, with all this Iraq war and, you know, emptying the treasury and all those things. <laughs> but at that time, at least, there was a proper clear leadership. But right now, yeah. I mean, look at today's uh, interview with Diana Abbott. She had no clue where the funding is coming for the 10,000 policemen she said that Labour is going to put on the streets. They have no clue about anything. What did you think of Ed Miliband as a leader? He was younger, but at least there was some potential for some yeah. work. With Jeremy Corbyn, I'm sorry to say there is no potential at all. <laughs> I couldn't vote for, not just Jeremy Corbyn, but the whole leadership of the Labour Party now. They just seem to be not on the same page. Even like Diane Abbott today, there's there's always corrections being made in statements, and that unnerves me. I don't like that, and especially now with coming up a Brexit negotiation, I just don't trust that team, which makes it very hard to choose who, who else. They're in such a state that it's hard to even get what the central message is, even mm. this close to the election. It's almost like if Labour and Conservative is like either being on the Emirates or EasyJet, whereas the Conservative is the Emirates, and you always know who's flying a plane. And then Labour's easy, Jet, and they'll just tell you, oh, the, the pilot's sick today. Don't worry, there's, there's a guy from down the world who just woken up to come and fly your plane. So just all chaos. If you know it's a cheaper airline, it might be your more preferable, but it's not running properly. So I think the problem people have is that it's all good 
Jeremy Corbyn being there, but how many times has he changed people from the shadow cabinet? Everyone seems to either be resigning or coming back in, so it's not a good look on his part either. People below you are, are, don't want to stay around. You lose confidence in the leader. Also a big thing this week about the... Shadow home sex. Yeah. 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 Something as big as this, I think people would expect everything to be on point and everything to say correctly. But then again, people have to understand as well. A mistake is a mistake, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think that's Jeremy Corbyn's ex, apparently. Yeah, I think it's a disaster. Complete disaster. In what sense? It's depressing. It's so depressing. In the sense that Corbyn is a disaster for the party, he's not. He, the party is so um, split, and there's no the, nobody is united. Even their own MPs are knocking on doors saying, "We don't really agree with Corbyn. Please vote for us." <laughs> he's so bad. Like it's ter- it's it's terrible. It hasn't been this bad for twenty for like thirty years. It's just depressing. Okay. It, at least this election will kick him out. But it's all spending more money to fix things at the moment. It, it's got to be much more solid than that for me. I want, I really want to like him, and I do like him, but I don't have confidence in him. Yeah. I think that's the perfect yeah. way to sum up how I feel. Mm, yeah. I like the stuff he says, and like you said, he does have integrity. Mm. I would be a Labour voter, like, every day, but I'm, I'm not, haven't got confidence for the next election, which is why I'm so undecided. Unfortunately, I find myself walking towards the blue line. I couldn't 100% now just tick the Labour votes because there's nothing, there's no... For me, my confidence level needs to be over 50% and it's not it's not there yet. So for me to to have that kind of a risk with them, it's just, I couldn't do it. So I'd rather abstain, or if I was forced, like, you have to vote right now, I'd probably just tick maybe blue, just for the fact that the red side... How, how many people would you tell about it afterwards? Probably, probably nobody. In Bermondsey and Old Southwark, some disillusioned Labour voters were looking to the Liberal Democrats, often attracted by the party's opposition to Brexit, at least if they thought there was anything that could still be done about it. For some, memories of the coalition government or uncertainty about what else they stood for were still enough to rule the Lib Dems out. I think they're all about doing is having this vote, so when the deal comes back, if you want, if you want to have a vote whether you're finally going to have Brexit or not, vote for the Lib Dems because... Whatever the deal is, you can still vote whether you want to leave or not. I think that's the only thing I've heard. They've, I think they're just they're making it, trying to make it all about Brexit, and they're they're making sure that they're known as the the party that's going to remain. It feels like it's a full gone conclusion that Brexit's going to happen. But if any of the parties were to offer um, an alternative to that, then I that would kind of prick up my inner. I didn't know about the they were going to do a U-turn for the Brexit. Thing, and that's really appealing to me now because yeah. <laughs> I've been like, oh god, what am I going to do? And now I'm thinking, like, oh, this is like a viable option. I'm just like, well, we're out already, so what does it matter what they want? We're, we're out. There's so few of them, they were the coalition was terrible, just disappointed by them, and like, I'm disappointed by Labour, so it's like a toss up of who I'm least disappointed by. In Twickenham, many 2015 Tory voters liked the idea of a comeback for Vince Cable, combined with the prospect of softening Britain's EU departure. Some also felt that with the polls the way they were, they could now safely vote for Vince without a risk of changing the government, or liked the idea of providing some balance against the huge Conservative majority they expected. I think for me, because it is such a snap election, and we've we had about six weeks to decide, because for me Brexit is still so fresh and raw, then it is one of the most 
important things that I think about right now. And certainly, I'm, like I said, disappointed with um, the last two Conservative leaders and do feel that the vote for Lib Dems this time around may make things better in that respect. And also, um, to, for a different point, the... Um, the NHS doesn't seem like it's really is being given the money it deserves, and I don't think that's going to come from the way things are going at the moment. So it's almost like I've I've been given maybe the snap elections given me a lifeline to change my opinion. I I think what the Lib Dems are saying is that we want to see the deal, we want to see the end, and then we'll have another chance to say, is this a good future? Yeah, I think I'd like freedom movement of people. I think that's a big big thing for me, and if, yeah, if they can keep that with having some kind of coalition in there rather than go for this hard, hard, give us trade or we're not going to this, that and the other. Obviously, I, I believe that the, the country wanted to leave, so we voted like to leave I, I, and I don't agree with it, but obviously I respect that. I don't want another <coughs> referendum, but I want a, a, the softest right. way possible. It's more local, I think, for me. Yeah? Yeah. It definitely helps, but for me, I think it's kind of, you know, I, I know if I vote for Vince, there's no way that the Lib Dems are going to run the whole country. But for me, I kind of think, well, I quite like Vince and I like what he does locally. I'm sort of like that you just... He's like your lovable old grandfather. He was the type of person, you wrote a letter, you'd get a reply. There's no sort of balance. I mean, it's, it should always be that. I think it will be between May and the 8th of June. Do what? Do you think? What do other people... People vote for Lib Dem, so counterbalance that. Finally, to more important questions. If Jeremy Corbyn were an animal, what kind of animal would he be? Yeah, anti-eater, yeah. That's probably his... The manner of Antietam is not get up and go and run, it's kind of just in its place, isn't it? The Antietam. I would say like a cat, I think it's a bit soft, not really, not very strong. Yeah, not, not like a, not a wild cat. Maybe a mere cat, he stands up on his legs and looks around when something's happening, but then goes back down. And That's goes quite away. a good word. So I would have said a mere cat, so yeah. funny he said that. <laughs> I said a fox. A fox? So whenever you get close to ask for question it, it just runs off you. <laughs> a scared rabbit <laughs> just runs away. I don't know, maybe one of those, those little Jack Russell, you know, he just snaps at you. you know, right. Doesn't do anything. I'm trying to think of something quite slow and methodical. Maybe a tortoise rather than turtle. Yeah, the turtle's a good one there yeah. for me. Yeah, sheepdog, an old English sheepdog. Oh. <laughs> why, why is that? Um, just kind of a bit shaggy, you know. A quite kind of. I find him. I think he's probably quite approachable, you know. Not not scary. I think because he rides a bike and because he's a vegetarian and things like that, I kind of find him quite approachable and kind of shaggy. And what about the prime minister? It sounds really rude, and it's not in the rude way. I'll explain why. A dog, in terms of her bark, is bigger than her bite. She's not a yet, 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 yet kind of dog. What's those ones that looks like um like wolves? Husky, wolves. Huskies, Husky. yeah. Husky. You know, I think huskies are quite gentle. I don't think she's gentle. I think she probably is more of an Alsatian. She barks, but <coughs> to re-bite a bone, I don't think she's there yet. A British bulldog? Yeah. Maybe a bit of an owl. Just sits in a tree and just gets on with it. An owl? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think maybe an owl. Mm. Quite, you know, poised and intelligent. I was thinking like a bull or something who's yeah. strong, standing her ground. Probably say bull. 
because you just kind of run with our idea. No one really dares to kind of stand in our way. So it's just like you just have to accept it's Theresa May. You just let her do what she wants, really. That's it for this week. If you have ideas about what we should ask next week's groups, tweet using the hashtag Ashcroft Election Tour. And don't forget, all our research is published at lordashcroftpolls.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.